Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked on fantasy football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the Locked on Fantasy Football podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked on Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks Podcast. I am James Yarko flying solo on this episode, but you can find everything that my co-host David Harrison and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter uh, at Locked On Bucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82. And at Bucks underscore Nation. Would like to welcome in all of our new and returning listeners. If you're new to the show, welcome. Happy to have you here. Hope you stick around. And please, if you feel so inclined, subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review. It really helps other Buccaneers fans find us. A couple of things that we're going to knock out on this episode. Today, we did have a question sent in via the Twitter machine. I am going to get into my predictions as to which Buccaneers are going to land on the NFL's top 100 list and where they will land. If you missed David's predictions, go back and check out Monday's episode. He laid it all out over there. But first and foremost, Nick Shook over at, uh, I guess it would be NFL.com, but I saw this via Instagram. The NFL's Instagram page posted the NFL 2021 Offensive and defensive, all under 25 teams. So these are their all NFL teams under the age of 25 for both the offense and the defense. And um, the Buccaneers, a little bit of disrespect coming their way, but uh, there are some fellow Buccaneers that came to the defense of a uh, a particular player, but. We're going to start on the offensive side of the ball. They have Lamar Jackson at quarterback, running backs Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs, wide receivers A.J. Brown and Justin Jefferson. They put in a flex of D.K. Metcalf, tight end T.J. Hawkinson, offensive tackle Mekhi Becton, offensive tackle Tampa Bay Buccaneer Tristan Wirfs, guards Mike Onwenu and Damian Lewis, and center Eric McCoy that is their all offense team now now we now we get to the interesting part they're all defense team under the age of 25 edge rushers Nick Bosa and Chase Young defensive linemen Quinnen Williams and Jeffrey Simmons linebackers Fred Warner and Roquan Smith corners Jair Alexander and Denzel Ward safeties Minka Fitzpatrick and Jesse Bates and a flex of Legarius Sneed. Again, this comes from Nick Shook. And it's um, pretty glaring omission on the defensive side of the ball. Maybe two, if you want to be so bold. But no Devin White. And in fact, Mike Evans comments on, on this photo on Instagram and says, whoever Nick Shook is, he must not know Devin White is under 25. Now, you could even make the argument that Antoine Winfield Jr. should be on this list. He had an absolutely phenomenal season. He's one of the best young safeties in the NFL. 
Um, it was great to see Tristan get the recognition that he deserves. Uh, of course, you know, he is by far the best offensive player that the Buccaneers have under the age of 25. Godwin isn't under 25 anymore. Uh, obviously, the quarterback is not under 25. But to disrespect Devin White like that, the the disrespect keeps coming in from uh, from outside media. I'm going to get into a little bit of that in my NFL Top 100 predictions because, again, this is coming from people outside of the game, people that cover the game. You know, David and I are outside of the game, but obviously we have a little bit of a bias. We pay very, very close attention to the Buccaneers specifically. So we're a little bit higher on some of these guys than other media members are because we see what they do all the time. We've been talking for years about how underrated Levante David and Ali Marpet are. And once Tom Brady came to town, then it became a story. You know, are these guys finally going to get the recognition that they so rightfully deserve and have earned over the course of their careers? Doesn't seem to be working out for Devin White all that well as of yet. But, uh, man... I'm, I'm kind of surprised given the impact that he had in the postseason last year. Going to hit a quick break before I get into my NFL Top 100 predictions. But first, I have to talk about some friends of ours and some friends that might be sending me quite a bit of money here if the Tampa Bay Lightning keep things up the way that they did in Game 1. Of course, I'm talking about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next puck drop, head over to Bet Online on your laptop and mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit in the penalty box anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for their runs to and through the playoffs and hopefully another boat parade coming to the city of Tampa. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Again, promo code Locked On, all one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, deputy editor of BucksNation.com. David Harrison is off for the remainder of the week, so you're stuck with me today and Friday. But uh, Friday, Friday is going to be a good day, y'all. I dropped my son off at hockey summer camp on, on Sunday, and I get to go see him practice. As you're listening to this, I will probably already be there. I get to go see him work out in the morning and everything but I don't get to talk to him. I don't get to go to his dorm room. I can't see him in the locker room, nothing. So I can go and observe him, but it's going to be basically six days of not getting to see and talk to my son. I'm on day two and it's already driving me nuts. He is my little lightning buddy. We watch all of the lightning games standing side by side. It's a uh, it's a bit of an adjustment for me. I'm sure he's having a blast. He's down there rooming with his best friend, playing hockey all day, every day. So I'm sure he hasn't even thought twice about poor old dad stuck at home without him. But uh, but I digress. Uh, time to talk a little bit about this NFL Top 100. Again, if you haven't heard David's predictions, I recommend you go back, 
You listen to Monday's episode. He laid out which Buccaneers were on the list last year, where they ranked, things like that. But this is something that usually comes up in July. It It's voted on by the players. So it tends to hold a little bit more weight than some of the rankings that David and I have talked about on this show. It's going to hold a little bit more uh, value than what I talked about in segment one with Nick Shooks all under 25 teams um, because these are guys that are being judged by their peers, not by people outside of the facilities, not by people who cover the game, not play the game. So we we do tend to put a little bit more stock in how these NFL top 100 lists shake out. Now, on the episode, David had seven Buccaneers that he believes are going to be in the NFL's top 100. And that tied for the most players from one team on last year's list. I believe with the Chiefs and the Saints. I have eight. I have eight Buccaneers that I believe are going to end up on the NFL's top 100. And only one of them is different from, well, not one of them. Two of mine are different from what David had. I have six of the seven players that he named, and then I have two additional ones. But just like David, I'm going to start in that 75 through 100 range, and I'm going to I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up here. Number right around the 84 mark, I think, is going to be a good spot for this player. He started off slow really started to come on strong towards the second half of the year as he started to get his legs under him a little bit, was a big impact in the Super Bowl. Of course, I'm talking about tight end Rob Gronkowski, and I think what helps Gronk get on this list beyond just the name recognition is you take a look at the tight end landscape across the NFL, and there's basically like three or four guys that are legitimate, you know, separate from the pack, you know, leading the herd, so to speak, as far as tight ends. And then everybody else across the NFL is just another guy. Gronk is not just another guy. You got Kelsey out there. You've got, uh, his name is escaping me now, the kid from, from San Francisco, You've got Zach Ertz, who had a really a, a pretty bad down season last year, but there's there's no big standouts. Hunter Henry's okay, um, but Gronk's not just another guy, and I think he's going to get recognized for that. Now, obviously, he's the lowest ranked Buccaneer that I have on this list, but I think he squeaks into the 80s in there somewhere because he did start to play really well, and now that he'll have a full you know, he's got a full season behind him where he played every game. He'll have the offseason. He's going to start the year really in football shape, knowing the playbook, everything. I think he's going to improve off of what he did last year. Then also in the 80s, coming in at number 81, I have Tristan Wirfs. I think he's going to get a lot of respect from his peers. I think he's going to get a lot of respect from people around the league that saw how dominant of a tackle he was as a rookie with no true offseason. That shows the level of athleticism 
and and football intelligence that this guy has that he had such a great year as a rookie, kind of learning on the fly, no preseason, baptism by fire, and he absolutely crushed it all year long. Not only do I think Werfs comes in right around that 81 mark, I think that's the lowest we are ever going to see him on this list because he is going to continue to be a rising star, which is weird to say about an offensive lineman. I'm going to move now into that 50 to 75 range where I only have one Buccaneer, and uh, I have coming in at number 61, linebacker Levante David. I think he should be higher, but I think he'll probably come in right around there, and we'll continue to talk about how he's disrespected and he should have been higher, and we're going to name some linebackers that were put above him that probably shouldn't have been, but he's going to be represented well on this list. Last year, David mentioned he came in right at number 100. So jumping up 39 spots is is pretty significant. But what an incredible season he had being able to shut down Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl. He was a major, major part of that game. And he's been a major part of the Buccaneers defense for quite a while. Now, the bulk of my players come in in this 25 to 49 range. And we're going to start with number 49, outside linebacker, edge rusher Shaq Barrett he had another down year he was ranked I believe in the 30s last year he's going to drop a little bit he was still an impactful guy still I believe led the NFL in quarterback pressures he was effective he just didn't have the gaudy sack numbers and that's okay that's no big deal um he was he was impactful he's still going to be recognized for that uh 10 spots ahead of him at number 39 I have Mike Evans, which I think is too low, but you know these these lists are, are are funny. You have the only guy to start off his career with with eight consecutive thousand yard seasons, breaking Randy Moss's record, and and uh, just he's the most reliable player that they've had on the offensive side of the ball since he was drafted. He's still just absolutely phenomenal. First draft pick that Jason Light ever made. But he's going to fall behind another wide receiver on this team that I think is a little bit more talented as an all-around receiver. And that's not a slight at Mike Evans. That's just showing how good Chris Godwin is. I have Godwin coming in at that 34 range. Um, I I don't remember where he was ranked last year. But he's going to, you know, he's going to get knocked for missing some games. He had some injury issues, but nobody can deny what a difference he makes when he's on the football field. And that's why he's going to garner so much money as a free agent after the 2021 season. Hopefully the Bucks can keep him in town, but he's going to be a number one receiver in the NFL for quite a while, unless he stays in Tampa, in which case it's kind of a 1A, 1B situation with he and, and Mike Evans. And then the last player I have in that 25 to 49 range, and this is drastically different from what David did, I have Devin White coming in at number 28. And I think, again, this is when we get into the difference between media rankings and player rankings. Because you have one of the best running backs in the NFL and arguably one of the best offensive weapons in the NFL, flat out telling Devin White in his second year in the NFL that he's the best linebacker in the league. 
Does his play leave some things to be desired? Absolutely, but his pass defense is still improving. Once he continues to improve that, he will be on a level above every other linebacker in the league. He's so fast. He is so intelligent. He is one of the best run-stopping linebackers in the NFL. And I think other players around the league are going to recognize and respect that out of him. And he's going to rank much, much higher than what a lot of people believe that he will. So that's that's my big, um, I guess, kind of like bold prediction. Um you know, that, that Devin White is is going to crack the top 30, let alone, you know, be on the top 100 for the first time. In the 1 to 25 range, I only have one guy. You all know who it is. And look, I think he's going to be the third quarterback listed on this list. Patrick Mahomes, I think, is going to end up being the number one or the number two player. Aaron Donald is going to be the other one, if Mahomes is one, Donald is two. If Donald is one, Mahomes is two. That's just how it's going to be. And then I think the reigning MVP, Aaron Rodgers, is going to be in the top five. I have Tom Brady slotted in at number seven. You still have guys like um, DeAndre Hopkins that could land in the top five. You got guys like Jalen Ramsey that could land in the top five. You have some dominant players at their positions. Quentin Nelson could potentially land in the top five. But I think Brady has earned the jump back into the top ten. And I believe that, that you know, the second half of that top ten, right around seven or eight, and being the third quarterback on the list is, is really, it's a good spot for him, and it's probably ultimately where he's going to end up landing. Whether or not he uses that as a slight against him or motivation to say, no, I'm still the number one quarterback in the NFL, well, that's that's yet to be determined. One thing that we don't have yet to be determined is how delicious Built Bars are. And if you don't know about them, well, you're about to know. They come in nine absolutely outstanding flavors. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and my favorite, the peanut butter brownie. There is something for everyone. And if you don't know what your favorite flavor is, go ahead and order a mixed box and you're going to get two of each of those nine flavors that I just listed. You're going to be able to decide which ones are your favorites. Most of those flavors, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will receive 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Wrapping things up here on a Wednesday edition of the Locked on Bucks podcast. James Yarko flying solo, but you can check out everything David Harrison and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Follow us on Twitter at JayArko underscore Bucks at DHarrison82. Got a uh, got a Twitter question from Ricky. And Ricky, there's his his Twitter handle is at destined underscore for greatness. But it's D E S number one number zero E D like des ten the and then the number four and then G R the number eight 
N E S. It's a very complicated spelling, but I, I appreciate the effort there, Ricky. Um, Ricky, uh, he sent in this question. He said, do you guys agree that these are Brady's best career weapons? I think Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown should be considered after Moss and Evans. Now, what he's referring to is a graphic that was sent out by Bleacher Report Gridiron, okay, ahead of Capital One's the match, you know, the golf tournament, the Brady and Mickelson are teaming up uh, to face off against Aaron Rodgers and DeChambeau. And so Bleacher Report Gridiron posts these graphic, and for Aaron Rodgers' career weapons, they gave him wide receiver Devontae Adams, wide receiver Jordy Nelson, wide receiver Greg Jennings, wide receiver Donald Driver, running back Aaron Jones, and tight end Jermichael Finley. Now, for Tom Brady's career weapons, they gave him Randy Moss, Julian Edelman, Mike Evans, Wes Welker for running back Corey Dillon, and tight end Rob Gronkowski. So Ricky says um, after after Randy Moss and Mike Evans, he would give him Godwin and Antonio Brown. So replacing Julian Edelman and Wes Welker with Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. I think the only player that I would change on Brady's career weapons list right now, as they have it listed, is I'm getting rid of Corey Dillon. And you could put a couple of different players in Corey Dillon's place. Corey Dillon, he had really just one good year with the Patriots. I would rather, in Brady's tenure, I would rather have Kevin Falk I would rather have Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis. I would rather have LeGarrette Blunt. I would rather have James White. Those are all running backs I would have taken over the Patriots iteration of Corey Dillon. Now, I watched Corey Dillon dominate with the Cincinnati Bengals when he was here on some really, really bad teams. I don't think he is the best running back that Tom Brady has had, but... As as great of a year as Mike Evans had last year, the 1,000 yards, he had a career high in touchdowns. I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and say that Brady's time with Godwin or Brady's time with Antonio Brown should replace what he was able to do with Julian Edelman and Wes Welker. Um. Those were two of the most dominant receivers in the NFL while they were with Tom Brady. And Wes Welker even left the Patriots, went to the Broncos, and continued to dominate with Peyton Manning. Won another Super Bowl over there. Now, do I think Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown overall are better all-around receivers than Edelman and Welker? Absolutely. But when it comes to playing with Tom Brady and what he has done with those weapons, I would leave Edelman and Welker alone for the time being. We can revisit this two years from now, allegedly, when Tom Brady retires. Let's see what he does with two more years of Chris Godwin and two more years of Antonio Brown, assuming 
that both of those guys are with him for the next two years. I don't think Chris Godwin's going anywhere. Antonio Brown might, but I don't think Godwin's going anywhere. But no, I, I'm I'm sorry to disappoint you, Ricky. I'm I'm sure you were expecting me to uh, to take the same stance as you on on this one, but I can't I can't do it. You you go back and watch what Brady did with Edelman and Wes Welker. It's it's next level. It's next level, and that's why the Patriots were so good and were so successful. Um, with that, I think I think I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I'll be back on Friday. Now that, of course, you finish this episode, make sure that you're getting all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Send us your emails and voicemails to 813-444-5841, Locked On Bucks podcast at gmail.com, or send them in to us on Twitter at jarco underscore bucks, at dharrison82, at Locked On Bucks, and at Bucks underscore nation. Big game two tonight for you hockey fans, the Bolts, the Canadiens, Stanley Cup Finals. The Lightning are looking to go back-to-back. The first team to go back-to-back since the Penguins did in 2016 and 2017. Only the second team to be able to do it in the salary cap era. We want another boat parade because the world needs drunk Brady and drunk Kucherov partying together. But Tom, don't throw the Stanley Cup in one boat to way heavier than the Lombardi. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. We thank you so much for joining us right here.